Good morning, UCA. Uh, what a beautiful, beautiful Friday morning we've got. Apologize if that's loud. We'll work it out. Don't worry about it. You'll enjoy it later. Um, wow, another. It's not as good weather-wise as it. Um, <clears throat> bit bit uh muggy yeah, outside. A, a little bit thick air. I think it's actually it felt warmer today outside than it did yesterday. A little bit. Uh, nothing that I would like. I'm not complaining about it. You know what I'm saying? Of I'm not going to complain about it. Uh, let's jump right into it. We got a lot of college to talk about. So let's jump into first. I got to do, and you can time me if you want. I'm trying to keep, I'm gonna, I should be able to keep it under 10 minutes easy. Probably underneath five, but a little recap NFL. Uh, week two, Pan- uh, Saints at the Panthers. Uh, Saints moved to 2 and 0. Panthers are 0 and 2. Derek Carr went 21 36, 228, zero touchdowns. He had an interception, though. Pretty average game for Derek Carr. He continues to pull the Saints out of the gutter for what they've been in. Uh, Bryce Young, about the same, honestly. 22 for 33, 153, and but he had a touchdown. Both teams let up four sacks each. But the Saints had a fumble recovery. Um, so the Saints go on to – I mean, just surprising that they've got – like, what does that say? Four sacks each, you know? Either way, the point is – there, I'm, I'm rambling. See, I'm trying not to ramble. Uh, Browns at Steelers. They're one and one. Both teams now. Deshaun Watson. He goes 22 for 40, 235, one touchdown, touchdown, <clears throat> and an interception. That was a pick six. Have you, did you see that? I did not. I did not watch the game. He like the tight end had it. Well, he like hit his hands. Guy, uh, I can't remember names right now because I'm rushing. But guy caught it. And then the tight end stumbling hits it out of that dude's hands, and it jumps up into another into uh, uh, I think it's Whitfield or Whitefield. I can't remember his name, but either way, like he just takes it to the house. It's honestly pretty nuts. On on Deshaun's like first drive, uh, Kenny Pickett does pretty okay. He goes 50%, 15 for 30, 222, one touchdown, and an interception. Uh, Nick Chubb, awful injury. He's out for the season. Just destroyed his like. Did you watch that? I, I yes. I Holy did. cap! I, I almost didn't want to like find it and watch it uh but jerome ford picked it up with 131 yards on 16 uh carries cleveland allowed six sacks that game pitt only had two and cleveland also fumbled three times so pittsburgh comes out on top 26 to 22 you kind of uh, pittsburgh also didn't have a, a rushing game they only had 55 yards the entire time so it really makes you think you know like that close of a game Especially, how's it going to be that close of a game when you've got six sacks and Cleveland fumbles three times plus a pick six? So, like, what does that say about Tur- turnovers will kill any chance you have of winning a game? Absolutely. My my high school football coach, he would preach this. It was random low when he got there. He preached it. He had three things to win a football game. You had to be the most excited team to play. You got to win the explosive play battle, and you got to win the turnover battle. And it is like you keep a track. You, like you look at any game. And you see, like, you got to have at least two out of three. And, like, it's, like, 
100%. Anyway, uh, Thursday night, good game if you're a 49ers fan, bad game if you're a Giants fan. Uh, shocker, the Giants are still struggling. They play. They played the Arizona Cardinals last week, beat them. Arizona, terrible team. They play a good team. They get destroyed 30-12. Uh, to 12. Everybody's arguing that it is Brock, like one of Brock Purdy's best games. He went 25-37 for 310 yards, uh, two touchdowns. Danny Jones struggled. He had 137 and one interception. McCaffrey did pretty good. He had 85 yards on the touchdown. Debo Samuel had a fantastic game like he did. Six receptions, 129 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, time. You can time it. Three minutes, you... 23 seconds. Oh, I had plenty of time. Why am I rushing? We can talk about it a little bit. Uh, another thing to talk about is, you know, possibly how sad fantasy people are because, I mean, wow. A lot of stuff's been going on recently for if you're bad or that makes you struggle to find the will to go on if you're a fantasy owner. You know what I'm saying? Fantasy league guy. A lot, lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. Uh, people's uh, rosters. Uh, Diggs for the Cowboys. He's ACL. out. Yeah, he's out for the season. Was it yesterday or was it the day yeah. before? Yesterday. In practice, they announced it. So that's pretty tragic. Um, hey, they them boys. Not anymore. I saw something. Man, I, I think it was – I don't remember who it was. I was watching them as they were talking about it. And the, the guy that was – you know, talking about this, the the injury report and stuff, and talking about the team was just, just going on and on about. Basically, it's like it's like if you took that article we we talked about Monday about how they're the greatest defense in the world, and you just put that into words. Like he was like, "Oh, I thought this, I thought this defense was gonna be a, um, you know, like a, a legion of boom, you know, like like just like the the like one of the best defenses." I'm like. Dude, relax. Like nothing. Like, uh, <laughs> man, who did they play? Who did they play? You know what I'm saying? Golly, they played uh New York. Yeah, which one? Oh, both, both of, them. of them. Oh, how good are those teams? Both of them. Yeah, played both of them. And guess which one of those teams suck? Both, both of them. So I mean, holy cow! And you can tell because. They're like, oh, hey, beat the Arizona Cardinals. Hey, got to get our. It's all about. It's all about our. Um, what's the word? Confidence, morale. Let's get that up. We're feeling good. You, you know, we beat the Arizona Cardinals, and then you play the San Francisco 49ers, and Brock Purdy's like, oh, this is just a practice game for me. Let me throw it wherever I want, whenever I want. There's not much you can do about it. Brock Purdy uh, decided to let them know that the 49ers are not the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact. Just a quick reminder for you guys. Yeah, they are not the Arizona Cardinals. Brock Purdy, though, he's, uh, I, yeah, you know, I was talking last week or last episode about how um, I'm not one to, be, like, see the first couple games and, like, decide anything. But it's week three, technically. I still can't say anything. I'm still not going to, like, make any bold predictions. But – like, Brock Purdy looks like he picked up right where he left off, you know. Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. It's honestly kind of cool. Like, I, lo I love that. Like, I love, like, the underdog stories. You know, I just can't help it. Yeah, I'm I'm a Brock Purdy junkie. Are you really? Not really. I'm just – I just – interested in him. I mean, obviously, you know, Mr. Irrelevant, and here he is with the starting position and doing a fantastic job. Yeah, it's it's – it's not like – you don't have to be a fan of the 49ers. To, to like Brock Purdy. Yeah. And that's one thing, like, 
I don't know. I know that I've never met somebody, but met somebody like it. But there's got to be somebody out there who just is like, this is my team. This is what I'm going to listen to. And everybody out there is like just terrible compared to my team. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, it's like I'm an Eagles fan, but like you got to recognize the fact that Brock Purdy is like dangerous. Especially because how he played last season, and then he's on a pretty good track to replicate that this season. Christian McCaffrey also, oh, I was listening to a, Around the NFL this morning, and the worst thing you could possibly say about anybody was he was talking about the 49ers and stuff, and he was like, he was like, uh, yeah, I don't want to jinx it, you know, but Christian McCaffrey, you know, he's he's finally able to, like, stay on the field, you know what I'm saying? Like, not getting hurt, and he's, like, perf- like producing numbers. He's doing good, and I'm like, Dude, you don't sit there and like be like, "Oh, I'm not to jinx it," and then you go to jinx him. You know what I'm saying? But well, that was uh, what's it, what's his name? What was that guy's name we talked about last week? The Cowboys defense super fan, super fan, the guy who wrote the article. Oh, oh, I don't remember his name. <laughs> I don't remember his name. It was like uh, you looked it up. He, yeah. you well, uh, you him. told me the name. I just typed it in. Well, do you have your history pulled up? You can from a week ago. It was a month. It was Monday. Monday. Four or five days? You're, it doesn't matter. What about him? I use this for school, too. I, oh, are you saying, like, like he was, like, best defense and then? Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, you know. I tore my ACL and lateral meniscus. So, like, I know ex- dude, I know exactly what, know he's exactly go- <laughs> what Diggs is going <laughs> yeah, through right I, now. Hey, like, if he wants to reach out and, like, like I'm, I might text him. The door's him. always open, Yeah, Diggs. I might text him and be like, hey, brother, I know what you've gone through. Like, I happened to meet. <laughs> no. No. You might not be able to relate to me that much because I played in the NFL, but yeah, yeah, I can relate to you on some level, you know. But it's like whatever, it's cool. Your brother's way better than you, but it's cool. You're overrated, but it's cool. You play for the Cowboys, but, but it's, it's cool. cool. Yeah, you're part of like the most mediocre defense in the league, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Um, that's really all I got. We'll talk about uh, we'll talk about the. Uh, season coming up, or not the season, but the games coming up this week in the NFL later. Uh, Big Drake, you want to go ahead and uh, take off your your yes, I'd be college spiel. I'd be ecstatic. To not sure if that's the right word to use there. Uh, big big week in college football. A lot Huge. of conference play starting this week. A lot of teams are seeing conference opponents for the first time this season. Uh, we've got some pretty good matchups. Some that I'm. Looking forward to watching uh, the hold one on, at the top. Let's start at home. Let's start close to home. How close to home? In our hearts? Yeah, in our hearts. What are the Bears doing this weekend? The Bears The Bears are at home this weekend. Let's uh, go. On the stripes. On the stripes. Give me a second. I'll tell you what time they're on the stripes because I do not remember off <laughs> the top of my head. What are you doing? No, I, I get that. That's me throughout high school. I just showed up to play. They told me what to do. And somebody made sure I was there. I just played. I didn't know who I was playing. There's that week. well, I well, I knew uh, I knew uh, who I was playing, obviously because like scouting or whatever. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? You don't know like the daily schedule. Like, yeah, I don't know the exact times. I know where to be at. Like, like yeah. I know where I have to be that morning. That yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. after that, I just hey, all they follow are, directions. They're just bodies. Hey, it's a color. It's somebody else to hit that's not wearing purple and gray. You know what I'm saying? Well, they'll actually probably be wearing some purple. <laughs> it's all right. Just keep too. going. <laughs> so, uh, Bears have Abilene Christian at home. Uh, kickoff is at 6 p.m. If you can't make that in person, you can watch it on ESPN+. Plus. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. First week of conference for the Bears, too. How do you feel about it? I feel pretty good. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, 
obviously our record currently doesn't reflect how well we feel like we've been playing. Yeah, and, and I, we talked about that Monday. Yeah, yeah, we did right at the end. And I think this week is a chance for us to finally exhibit how well we can play and do that in a common FCS opponent at home in conference. Yeah. Go ahead and get a get a jump start on that conference record this week. Yeah, perfect time to do it. And then Arkansas's at LSU. They sure are. And that's going to be number 12 LSU. Yes. That's that's going to be an interesting. I don't game. think LSU's the same LSU that we've seen in the past. Sure, but I don't think Arkansas right now is playing up to the level that everybody expected them to. No, I think uh, BYU was a big hit last week. Oh yeah, that was huge. Of course, it was it was a close game. Yeah, but I mean, still, you hate to lose at home to an out of conference team. Yeah, you hate to lose at home to any team, especially a conference team. Oh but yeah, but BYU is three and zero. They haven't had the strength of schedule to like make that three and zero really mean anything outside of Arkansas. Yeah. But still, it's not like they were playing a 0-2 team and that was Arkansas was their first win. Yeah. You know, it's that's going to be an interesting game, you know. I mean, they, they actually played uh, – BYU played Sam Houston and Southern Utah, two FCS teams, before they took the trip to Fayetteville. Mm. Well, we'll see, you know. Uh, so, that's, that's going on tomorrow. Kickoff is 6 p.m. That's going to be a game I'll probably tune into. Speaking of Arkansas games, I'm I'm probably gonna go to the. Uh, I was gonna say those are you got some conflicting times there if you're gonna be tuning into the Arkansas game. What do you mean? Well, you can have like multiple screen. You know, oh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, people yeah, have yeah. like setups where they watch seven yeah. games. I've been to your house. Now. You have one TV though. <clears throat> um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm probably gonna go to the A uh, and M and Arkansas game in Dallas. Really? Yeah. That will be cool. With my internship game. Because TV. they packed that out. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. Um, anyway, continue on. I don't mean to interrupt. So, next big game that... Actually, well, I'm playing. Go ahead. Next big game that I've got my eyes on, and I'm sure the nation also has their eyes on, is number 19 Colorado at number 10 Oregon. Yeah, both undefeated teams. Um, that's going to be an interesting one. It's, it's really a question of... Uh, like, like, is it is it the hype? Are they are they good like that? You look at who they played. You know, you have a Colorado State game that a lot of us think probably shouldn't have been that close. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, TCU is not the same TCU as they were last season. So TCU TCU is a good team last year, but they weren't a national. Obviously, they were not a national champion team. And yeah. they fell off. From what I can see, it seems that they kind of fell off oh, yeah. this year. And uh, Colorado also has hunters out. So that's going to be... Um, I think this week we will find out if Colorado is really what everybody they live wants up. to believe yeah. they are. They've got to prove the fact that this hype is well-earned. You because know, you've got an established, you know, good Oregon team. Yeah, against a up and coming trying to prove themselves. Probably a lot of people have already proved themselves. Not to me yet, though. Colorado team. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Colorado played TCU week one, like we said, didn't have a problem with TCU. But TCU isn't the same that they were. They yeah. played Nebraska the next week. I watched some of that game. I don't remember the final score, but they struggled a little bit with Nebraska. Yeah, which 
you know, you gotta you gotta look at. To me, you know, Colorado's really get to. They've got to run. You know, they've got a, They've got a good uh, running back, Dylan Edwards, and they they. You know, you, especially when you've got Travis Hunter out, you've got to look at your other weapons you've got there. We know Shadir Sanders is good. We know he's hard to rattle, but at the same time, you know, Oregon has the third worst rushing defense in the Pac-12. Uh, they've they've allowed. Uh, and that's saying something because yeah, one twenty-seven per Pac-12. game. Yeah. So, you know, you really got to figure out. You know, you got to. Everybody knows you got to attack weaknesses, and that's a weakness that you got to attack. And at the same time, you know, you Oregon, you know, now is the time to attack. Sanders and try to get him to be rattled, you know, because now he's going to have to look at other people, like I said, because Hunter's out, because, you know, those two are, you know, pretty tight-knit. And um, you just got to – you know what I'm saying? You got to handle like, up. Like, you just got to – you got to really stick it to him. Because right now, if you've got Colorado believing the hype, I don't think nobody can stop him, you know. Well, I think within the locker room, Colorado believes the hype. Yeah. But I think if, Colorado if believes the, that they are – they are what everybody is yeah. saying they are. If you have well, absolutely, but if you have them on the field believing that, playing like they believe that, and you just sit there and allow them to continue to believe that with explosive plays, and you don't do anything with the ball, you're not going to win that game. You've got to start off early, hit them in the mouth, really give it to them, you know, and show them that it's like okay, now you guys are going to play like a like a real team that isn't washed up or just awful, and now. Basically, you got to make them prove it. Mm-hmm. If and if I was Oregon, and if I'm that head coach out there, and I'm talking pregame, and I'm like, but guys, we got to go out here, and we got to play a good football game. You know, I'm saying, don't believe the hype. Okay, you got to come in and you got to stick them. You know what I'm saying? That, that's something else that I was going to add. Uh, Oregon is probably sitting in their meetings, their locker room all week this week. Yeah. And they are probably dying to get a piece of Colorado. Because, you know, like, I'm sure you're probably the same way. I know my social media is, and I'm sure Oregon's social media is. Every other post is a Colorado Colorado. Buffaloes post. Yeah. And it's not even relevant stuff sometimes. Like, it's, why is, why am I seeing this? Yeah, it, it, and it's. And so Oregon wants to, I honestly believe that Oregon's probably sitting around wanting to. Stop the hype. They're probably Stop s- the Colorado hype. Yeah, they're probably sitting there thinking like this team is no different than us, and they're they're they've got to be thinking this team is no better than us. But then you look on social media and you've got uh, you got everybody posting about how oh Deion Sanders is playing uh, Oregon music during practice. You know, getting loud. Who doesn't do that? We do that here at UCA. If you've got an opponent that like that like you that you put an emphasis on, and you know like hey this is gonna be a loud a loud game. What are you going to do to simulate that? You're going to play their music. Mm-hmm. Like every time, we did that in high school. That is nothing new, but because it's Colorado, because it's Deion Sanders, because it's Shadur Sanders, because it's Travis Hunter, because so and so, because so and so, they're going to sit there and they're going to hype that up. And if I'm Oregon, I'm, I'm furious. I'm lit up. And I would want to go light them up. And that's exactly what they got to do this weekend. The only other time that I've seen a post about what music was being played at practice. Uh huh was uh, i forget what year it was but several years ago alabama was playing a rocky top during practice yeah prior to a tennessee game yeah and i don't know you you just pick and pick and choose whatever you know but 
All right, we probably need to move on from that. <laughs> yeah, we could we could spend the rest of the hour on that. Yeah, who else are we looking at? Uh, next, we are looking at, you know, I think I might have said that the Colorado Oregon game was the one I was looking forward to the most this week, but it actually might be this one, Ole Miss at Alabama. Yeah, that's gonna be a pretty, that's gonna be a good game, especially when you look at the fact of how Alabama's been playing, and mind you that they 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 beat. Um, oh crap! Who was it? Florida, um, Atlantic? No, Southern Florida. Southern Florida. South. Right. South Florida. Florida. Um, they played them. It was an away game. There's like a a, a rain delay because there's just a hurricane flying through. Uh, really sloppy at the beginning. They come out on top, obviously, but they were they were really struggling, and, and they've that, been that struggling. Was, that was following a Texas. Yeah, loss. you follow that. Uh, and they played Middle Tennessee Week One. They had a really slow start to that. They ended up han- they ended up handling up though and taking walking away from that one fifty six to seven. Went to Texas Week Two. Yeah, lost thirty four twenty four. Then went down to South Florida and won seventeen to three. Barely sneaking out of there. Yeah. Uh, I also know that they've had some decision-making going on mid-season with the quarterbacks. Uh, I think Jaden Milrow started out week one. I think he started week two maybe as well. Uh, I believe so, yeah. But they still moved him around a little bit. Uh, but if you're Ole Miss, you got to limit that. And you got to pressure him. Uh, because they do not have the same pass attack that they used to have. They don't have the same receivers that they used to have. And you also give up five sacks to South Florida. You know, if you're sitting there looking at Ole Miss. You really got to put some pressure on him. Uh, although Milro, he can run the ball. Yes. You know, and it's you really got to. It's one of those things. It's a you know everybody's a dual threat nowadays. Like it's rare to find a quarterback that isn't a dual threat. The I think the days of the pocket passer quarterback are gone. Yes. Pure pocket pass, like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. You know, yes. sure you could say they could run, but. They didn't. That was like they they didn't run because they wanted to. Yeah, that was like the last 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 option. You know what I'm saying? Um, Throw the ball out of bounds was an option before run it. Yeah, yeah, that's gone. So that's it's hard because you want to pressure them, but you also got to keep them contained. Now, Alabama wise, you know, flip side of what they've got to do, you've got to get that pass game up. Mm-hmm. You know. It's just, and you've also got your defense has to perform better because you've got 220 uh, total passing yards and a touchdown um, against a non-power five. You know that's, and then you go play Ole Miss. Like you really got to lock in on that. Yeah, Ole Miss is. I think this is going to be a great game uh, for both teams. Well, it's going. It has the potential to be a great game for both teams mm-hmm. because Alabama can basically make it come out of this game and make a statement say hey we're still alabama. we struggled a little bit but we're still alabama yeah. we're still here we're we figured things out and we took care of business at old miss yeah old miss has the opportunity to come to this game and beat alabama mm-hmm. you know old miss is you know has been an up and coming sec team for a couple of years now They're also undefeated right now once again beginning of the season <laughs> yeah does yeah a lot of teams are undefeated right yeah. now uh, but it, this is uh, like what you were saying. Uh, it's a it's a way to go four zero and say like, yeah, we're undefeated because we deserve to be undefeated. Yeah. We're we're four zero. Yeah, 
with an Alabama game in there. Yeah. So that, I think yeah. that a uh, win against Alabama for Ole Miss will catapult their season, that momentum. Even though it's not the same Alabama, these kids in this conference are still thinking, we beat Alabama. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's, not many people have been able to say that since, you know, I've been alive. No. No. Um, yeah, that's, uh, it's a uh, – I think it's more of a must win for Alabama, though, you know. Uh, who else we got? Ooh, let's see. Oh, uh, I don't think this will be as interesting. Uh-huh. Game, at least not for me, you know. Uh, but number six, Ohio State at number nine, Notre Dame. Yeah, that's going to be a pretty – that's going to be one because uh, Notre Dame, they usually have a lot of hype early on, like every season. Uh, this is one of those ones. Quite literally. They, <laughs> we were just talking about uh, Ole Miss has a chance to go 4-0. Notre Dame currently is 4-0. Yeah. With a win against Navy, Tennessee State, North Carolina State, and Central Michigan. So another one of those wins, it's like we deserve it. This is one of those ones you got to do it so you can say we deserve to be undefeated. You know? Yes. Well, I mean, Navy, Navy and North Carolina State – North Carolina State are reasonable schedules, yeah. like scheduling but, decisions. But if you beat the like currently undefeated number six Ohio State, mm-hmm. that's then you can you can people can believe the hype. Yeah, you can you. say like you know we're undefeated. Yeah, um, Ohio State, you've got to you got to feed Marvin Harrison Jr. You know that's the that's their big guy and Notre Dame. You got to key on Marvin Harrison Jr. You know. Um, but I don't know. I'm really – I'm, like, looking at this game, and it's almost like, who do you root for? And it's also the same, like, who do you think has a better chance? Because um, Ohio State has a very inexperienced offensive line right now, and they had two sacks against an FCS team. Youngstown State. Yeah. And then a bunch of hurries at Western Kentucky – and everything was just it's just it just looks like a mess, you know. So I think this will this will be the first time that both of these teams should be truly tested. You mm-hmm. know, looking back at week 1, Ohio State played Indiana, uh won that game by 20 points. You know, when I think about Ohio State and I think about Indiana, I don't think it should be a 20-point game. No, you know. It's going to be a little battle. It's going to be it's going to be a stretch. Who else you got? What do you got for me? I think we've got one more that we want to be looking at this week. Uh, and that game is, at least for me. Yeah, who do you want to look at? I want to look at number 24, Iowa, at number 7, Penn State. Mm. Uh, I've been watching Iowa a little bit this year, uh-huh. and they look better than they have in the past. Yeah. I know, I want to say it was last year. Uh, they were like in week three or four, and they didn't have a passing touchdown yet. Uh, they're not blowing people out. Mm. They are three and zero. They're not blowing people out. Uh, they barely escaped Utah State, uh, Power Five or not Power Five FBS, but not Power Five school. Yeah. Uh, the score of that game was twenty four fourteen. They beat Iowa State. You know, I don't know how good Iowa State really is, but that's an in conference win yeah that's fbs power five conference win they yeah. beat iowa state 2013 so they got that under their belt they can you know they've got they can back up back themselves up pretty good 
Uh, and then they went, or actually Western Michigan went to them, and Western Michigan was beat 41-10. to 10. Yeah. Uh, Penn State, they're still not, I mean, they're good. They're a pretty good team. You know, they're not, they're not uh, like how they were when Saquon Barker was there, by any means. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, you, you got to, this is going to be a good test for their offense because Iowa's defense has been playing, you know, really great. Well, I was, when I think of Iowa, I always think of a good defense. Yeah. So, but, you know, you, you're going to have the crowd on Penn State's, you know, side. They're going to, they're going to be, it's well, going to be. It's in Beaver Stadium. That's what I'm saying. So, you, you've got to open up the game if you're Penn State and you've got to come out literally like, Firing all guns, boys. You've got to come out and get like a if you can get a two possession lead, if you can, um, like a two touchdown lead, that'd be fantastic. That's what they need. Penn State has also been tested a little bit more this year. They've they've had some uh, considerably better matchups. They they played West Virginia. Um, that was a home game for them, though. Uh, they won that thirty eight to fifteen. They played Delaware at home. It's an FCS school. You know, a decent FCS school, but still an FCS school. They won that one 63-7. And then they played at Illinois, a game that they lost last year. I believe it was in overtime. It might have been double overtime that they lost to Illinois last year. Beat them 30-13 to this year. Yeah. Wow. That's, um... I think that's what they, uh, <laughs> you know, so uh, either Penn State is better than this year than they were last year, or uh, Illinois is not just, as good. No, uh, you know I don't I don't watch enough ben, Big Ten football to be able to say that Penn State has gotten better from last year. And yeah, <clears throat> that's fair. Uh, little bonus is uh, Florida at Clemson. Florida or Florida State? Florida State, I meant, yeah. Okay. Number four, Florida say. State at Clemson. Um, I think Florida State blows them out. Oh, yeah. I mean, Clemson has looked awful. Clemson is not like, not what they were when they had Trevor Lawrence. I mean, or, no disrespect to Duke, but they lost to Duke. Yeah. It is kind of... By three it, touchdowns. Yeah, it is kind of a disrespect to Duke because Duke, Duke isn't usually... D Duke is... Duke can, has solid football teams some years, but Duke is not a football school. Yeah, like you're not going to sit there and go to Duke University for football, you no. know, unless you're Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then uh, – No, he went to Harvard. Clemson played Charleston Southern. Easy win for them there. They played Florida Atlantic. Easy win for them there. Yeah. That's going to be – it's either going to be a close game because Clemson comes out and they're like, we got to pick it up, or it's going to be a – a slaughterhouse because it's number four Florida State. I'm leaning towards slaughterhouse. It's going to be it, yeah. Be because if um, Florida State, like, just keeps keeps a cool head and avoids, like, really simple mistakes, they're going to be fine. Because you look at what they did at uh, um, Boston College last week, uh, you know, you fumble it and you give them the balls and, and like, you dang near blow it a 31-16 mm -hmm. to 16 lead in the third quarter. Like you gotta, you've gotta avoid that because I feel like Clemson is bad at you know struggling as they are, they still might be able to capitalize on that and come through. The ball might roll Clemson's way some. Yeah. And Florida State has to be able to respond. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be careful with that. But I mean, if we're if we're thinking truly about you know let's, you can't in real life in a real life game scenario, but 
just ruling out all the the mistakes that can happen, like the fumbles, things like that, interceptions. Mm-hmm. Florida State's blowing Clemson out of the water. Yeah. Let's hope. We'll see. Uh, you got anything else like college lies you you, you, you want to talk about? Not really. I mean, those those were all the big games that I think yeah. most people have their eyes on this weekend. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and uh, let's pick them up. Uh-huh. Let's go ahead and pick them up. So let's this this is a new little section that we're doing. Yeah. Uh, this is our first time actually being able to have the show in football season, and yeah. so now we are going to start picking winners of games. Yeah, so we we uh, we kind of look around. We find some games that uh, either it's like national spotlight or we want to watch them, or it piques our interest. Peak, yeah, so we've got uh, week four NCAA college football primetime, baby. First game we got number fifteen Ole Miss. We talked about it earlier. Ole Miss at at Alabama. We talked about you know. Who needs this? Who needs what? What what they need to do? Who do you got? I think I got Alabama for this one. Yeah. I think, you know, like we talked about, Alabama has not been playing like themselves. But if I had to pick one team to figure it out halfway through the season and handle up for the rest of the season, it's Alabama. Yeah. Because it's Alabama and because it's Nick Saban. Yeah. I think they will figure it out. And I think this this week is when they figure it out. Yeah, they need to. Uh, I'm going to go Ole Miss. Because if you're Ole Miss sitting at 3-0 and right now, you get a lot of people that, you know, looking at your schedule, looking at who you played, and you're like, okay, you're 3-0, but it's like you haven't played, you know, a whole lot of competition. And I think right now if you're Ole Miss, you got to win this game. Because one, it's a higher ranked team, you know, number thirteen and number fifteen. It's a higher ranked team, but you got to win this to really prove your your season, your team. This is this is your statement game right here to me. Uh, it's you got a two and one Alabama who are like even though they're struggling, like everybody knows it's still Alabama. You know, like like you were saying, it's Alabama, it's Nick Saban. It's still a thirteenth ranked team in the nation. Yeah, they will figure it out. And this is thing like yeah, they're struggling, but they're still number thirteen, like you said. So I mean, we look we look back a couple of weeks ago, and Ole Miss had a little bit of a struggle with Tulane, who was ranked twenty fourth at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thirty seven twenty, they pulled away there at the end, but yeah. still. So yeah, that's what I'm Tulane's saying. not a Power Five conference football team. Yeah, so they're you, not a bad football team, but they're not they're not an SEC Alabama football team. So you got to come through. You got to win this game to to prove those wins. Uh, second up, we got Ohio State at Notre Dame. Who do you got? I got Ohio State in that one. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna have to go Notre Dame, you know, because it's 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 basically like like it's like my Ole Miss pick. You know, they're both undefeated. Notre Dame usually starts. They've got a history of starting out hot, with so much hype and big you know expectations and ambition. You've got to prove this game. You got to prove your team that you're good enough to go tussle around with number six, Ohio State, and give them their first loss. See, and I don't think they are tough enough to go tussle with Ohio State. You know, I'm not – I've never been an Ohio State fan or, yeah. you know, I've yeah. always been an SEC guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, still you have to respect how good Ohio State has been in the past 
and they're still good. Yeah. And, you know, Notre Dame every year, I feel like in the past, Notre Dame has had good teams that were overhyped and given more credit yeah. than what they really deserved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a game we didn't talk about, but being a, a Sooners fan, you got number 16, Oklahoma at Cincinnati. I think it's an easy decision here. I think you'll agree. Uh, since it, I'm kidding. <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. I just, I've seen a lot about about OU, about how, you know, I'm going to go OU, obviously, you know, but it's, it's just. Oh, this is a conference game now. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is, you know, it's, it's, uh, they're, Cincinnati's 2-0. They're unranked, but it's, it's sort of a statement game as well for OU because, you know. It's their first conference game. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, you've got a team that people are unsure about. You know, it's not what we had. You've also got, you know, changes in the front office and blah, 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 this and that. You just got to, you got to keep the, the, the bus rolling if you're OU right now. Uh, Cincinnati also lost to Miami, Ohio last week. <laughs> yeah. So, so that, yeah, I'm going OU. You got to win this to keep, to just really keep all the naysayers at bay, you know? And I think you, Oklahoma, if you're an Oklahoma fan, you really need Oklahoma to have a good year this year because they've, they've struggled the last couple yeah. of years. They're, yeah. they're not the same Oklahoma that they were when they had Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts and – the, so the yeah. Heisman era, yeah, which was a fantastic era to be a Sooners fan. Uh, last but not least, the hype game: Colorado at Oregon. Who do you got? I've got Colorado, and it's not entirely because I think they're going to beat Oregon because I think that it's a it's going to be a very close uh-huh. game, and there's I think Oregon has just as good a chance to win the game as Colorado, but I want to see Colorado prove that they are worth the hype that they've been getting yeah it's this is their statement game yes a lot a lot of i mean first week of conference big bunch of statement games because you know it's like it's like i was saying with the nfl you watch a couple weeks and everybody's like warming up to playing this team to playing this team but you're not really getting a lot now you got some conference games coming up you're playing big team and big team now is when you start making these are the games where you're like okay yeah this team is legit they Mm -hmm. they can do this this is more of a possibility for them to be able to do that I'm going to have to go with Oregon, though, because, like like you said, this is Colorado, This would be Colorado's statement game. But to me, this is Oregon's statement game because they've got to make a statement for the team, for Oregon's sake, and for the, the uh, entire world of college sports that you could have this much hype, but unless you prove it on the field, that doesn't mean anything. You know what I'm saying? So, Oregon, you've got to come out, and you've got – you you got to play now. See this this is really I wouldn't even say it's more of a statement game for Oregon. This is just a game for Oregon to snuff out the Colorado Flame. Yeah. Before it gets too big. Yeah, because that that yeah, like you said, if it gets too big, because if if because I mean, if Oregon doesn't win this game, who wins the uh, Pac-12? Yeah. Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, well, I guess I should probably look at Colorado's schedule before I say that. Okay, yeah, Colorado still has to play USC the the week after <laughs> the week after Oregon. <laughs> yeah. So, I, well, and they have Utah later on, but I mean, if Oregon doesn't win this game, Oregon's not winning the Pac-12. Yeah. 
yeah it's it's uh yeah you know that's that's what i'm saying you gotta you've gotta snuff them out you've gotta put it into this to this uh insane rally behind Deion sanders and uh his guys uh all right we got we got some time left let's go ahead and go ahead let's go ahead and go ahead to so, go ahead yeah let's i've got the go ahead so we can go ahead and go ahead and look at our NFL picks. Uh, first up, we've got the tale of the defeated. We've got the 0-2 Chargers at the 0-2 Vikings. Who do you have? We've got the Vikings. Uh, you know, I don't follow NFL as much as I follow college football, mm-hmm. but I know that Kirk Cousins has been playing fantastically. Yeah, I mean, and he always puts up good numbers. It's only a matter of time. You cannot play the way that he's been playing – and things and not things not eventually start to go your way. Yeah. And I'm going Vikings too because I don't I just I can't believe in the Chargers. They're just not good enough to me personally because it's just been a mess for him, you know, especially after you get slaughtered by two and he puts up like a record high opening week number uh not breaking record but he's like fourth, I believe, or fifth. Mm-hmm. Um but, yeah, like you were saying, like Kirk Cousins, he puts up the same amount of numbers. Now, it, this is their statement game. Come out and be like, because if the Vikings go, I think it's more of a, if the Vikings go 0-3, that's a huge red flag. That's a big mm-hmm. concern, you know? Um, well, that's kind of a concern for any team. Yeah, but it's, when you're the Vikings and you're putting up these numbers and you're still going 0-3, like, that's not only like a, like a okay, the teams maybe not all together. They're all they haven't bought in yet. But it's also like that's when the coach is getting in the hot seat. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, well, you, I mean, rightfully so. If you know your team, you know certain players on your team are, and especially in a, in, in, in come on in the role <laughs> of quarterback, a very important role. If uh-huh. the quarterback is performing at this level and you still can't find a way to win games who yeah some you where where is the issue some we need to find the pointed. issue yeah. and we need to fix it yeah somebody's going to get called out for it and i don't think you want to be in that situation uh well, here we go we got we've got Jake's Patriots versus the Jets who do you have you know the Jets are fumbling around right now after the Rodgers incident fumbling is a as a correct term yes it's a, it's a pun uh <laughs> very nice but then again <laughs> the patriots are not the patriots that they that yeah, they used to be since tom brady they have um a correct word would be struggled mm-hmm. very bad um this is the, well who you got you didn't make your pick my bad i i haven't yet because i, I want to talk about it before i make my pick oh oh hey Hey, excuse me. Go ahead. You know, I think neither of these teams are as good as they want to be. Mm-mm. Uh, but I think the better team here is the Patriots, and I think they're going to win. I'm going to have to agree with you because not only do I think that uh, Zach Wilson's probably like just the worst quarterback in the league right now, uh, but the fact that well, Zach Zach Wilson held up when Rodgers went down. <laughs> yeah, congratulations! You got a lucky game. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like, you can't get lucky all game. Well, I guess you're right. But the fact is, you and we, 
there's not much you can do. You look at the next game and you play the greatest defense in the world, and you you know that's, that's you know no, I mean you you can't you can't hang your head because of that. Yeah, you know you play. Yeah. Was that game in Dallas or was that in MetLife? I believe at Dallas. Is it? I mean, you know, you go into the mecca of major, major, not major league football, professional football. Yeah. And <laughs> take on basically Goliath. Yeah. In that Dallas Cowboys defense. Yeah. Pa- Patriots are, I would say, the better team, but they've got to win this because I mean, you can't lose to the Jets. You know, you're 0 and 2. It's like the Vikings. What I was saying, like if you go zero and three, like that's time to get worried. If you go zero and three as the Patriots, and that third loss is the New York Jets, who are only one and one because the Bills are just, you know, not the same, and they fumbled it week one. Uh, yeah, like you, Bill Belichick has got even Bill Belichick will start sweating, you know, in that cutoff hoodie. Yeah, uh, third game we get Bills at Washington. Uh. I'm gonna go Bills. They need it. They're one and one. Uh, I'm gonna have to go Washington. Why is that? J- just because they're playing really well. Like they're 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 playing pretty good now. Mind you, if you look at them, they beat they they're playing well, but they're also not playing well. But I still think they're playing better than what the Bills are right now. Yeah, if the okay. Bills pick it up and they play like they did last season and they play like they should be, they will win this game. But I haven't seen that they're gonna be able to do that. Um, because you look at, I mean, Washington barely won. They they beat the Broncos by two points last year, last season, or last week. My gosh. And, and the Bills played the Raiders, so, and the Raiders aren't doing well because they barely beat the Broncos. So, but I mean, the the um, Commanders played the Cardinals. I don't know. They both haven't really played anybody, in my opinion yet per se but i think washington overall if they if they start hot especially being at home so have a home field advantage if they start off hot there's i don't think the bills are gonna they're in the the uh the shape right now as a whole team to be able to beat them and then last but definitely not least battle of the undefeated teams you got the my philadelphia eagles at tampa bay buccaneers uh Former OU quarterback and former OU quarterback going head to head. Who do you got? Uh, you know, realistically, I should probably pick the Eagles. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna go Bucks. I'm I'm on the the Mayfield comeback train, and I want to hop on that train really bad. And I might I might hop on it, but I'm gonna have to say Eagles because this is a game that we've got to win. Uh, because you know you're. A lot of people wouldn't, won't disagree with you when you go Buccaneers because of the fact that the Eagles have just not been doing good. You know, we're we're sure we're two and zero, but or excuse me, they're two and zero. But if you look at it, like I mainly look at the defense. Uh, we talked about it Monday. You have seven touchdowns and almost seven hundred yards in two weeks. Like that's pretty bad. You know. So and I mean, you, when your defense is playing poorly, and your this game is at Tampa Bay, yep. correct? Yes. Oh yeah. So when your defense is playing poorly and you're going in to play Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. face off it. <laughs> <coughs> Whoa, a little sp- <laughs> spike in the mic. There. When you're going into Tampa Bay to play the Bucks and uh, Baker, the touchdown maker, 
Baker the I touchdown that's, maker. That's that's a dangerous scenario for the Eagles, and I think that the Bucks are going to handle up. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have uh, uh, we got your pick. We're gonna have former host. He sadly he sadly left us because he's got better things. Welcome on the show, Riyadh again. Well, I'm glad that the voice of reason is finally back on the show. The voice of reason? Have you been listening? There's been so much blasphemy spewed on this show over the last hour that I've been listening. It's just I didn't even know if I was going to answer the phone. Okay, now you're just being unfair. I think I I believe that me and Big Drake, especially me. Because I know, whoa, I know, whoa. I know who you're talking. Well, I'm talking about. You've been fair, but I know who he's talking about when he says blasphemy. I know who he's targeting with that statement. I believe I've been completely fair with everything I've I've said today. Well, I'll tell you, the highlight of the show was Big Drake taking Colorado over Oregon. I agree by three touchdowns. I think he had them close, but me, I'm going three touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going three touchdowns there. I will go Colorado. I will not go Colorado by yeah. three possessions. Well, well, Riyad, let me get you real quick because we're we're out of time. But I want to get you. I want to get your picks. NFL. We're gonna we're gonna run through them real fast. So I'm gonna need you to okay. just spit it out real quick. Uh, we'll, we'll start with college first. Uh, Ole okay. Miss at Alabama. Who you got? Ole Miss blowout. Ohio State Notre Dame. Notre Dame close. Uh, Oklahoma Cincinnati. Cincinnati <laughs> blowout, but really Oklahoma. But I'm just gonna say Cincinnati blowout for the show. Okay. Uh, Colorado at Oregon. Colorado, three touchdowns. Uh, all right, moving on to NFL. Chargers at Vikings. Let's go Vikings. Okay. Uh, Patriots at Jets. Uh, two poverty franchises. We're going Jets. I don't think Jake would like that statement. Uh, Bills at Washington. You know what? Let's go Washington for that one. Okay, okay. Uh, and last but definitely not least, Eagles at Bucks. Mm. I mean, why would you even ask me that? I got bucks by like four touchdowns. Yeah. Baker Mayfield's running for like 200 yards. Yeah, Baker, the touchdown maker. Yeah, shocker. Hop on the train. Uh, thank you, Riyadh. Uh, yeah. We'll catch you. We'll catch you later. Have a good time wherever you're at working, big fella. Uh, we'll oh, get yeah. you. We'll get you on the show for longer next time. Yeah, that has been unbearable, bearable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully it's been unbearable. Uh, see you, Riyadh. Yeah, so that's, that's some pretty good picks. Uh, we're out of time. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, follow us on follow us on, on social medias. We've put it out there. We'll have it, you know, somewhere else. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. Hopefully, show wasn't terrible, just unbearable. Do you want to say it one more time? Yeah, yeah, let's it again. Hopefully, the show wasn't terrible, just, just unbearable. unbearable. There it is. We Thank will you. see y'all on Monday.